Welcome to the Brand the Interpreter podcast. I am your host, Mireya Perez, and this platform is dedicated to sharing the stories of language professionals, that is, the interpreters and translators from around the world. This show aims to highlight not just the profession, but mainly the people behind the amazing work. These are your stories about our profession, and this is the Brand the Interpreter podcast. Hi there, and welcome to Q&A Friday on Brand the Interpreter. You know, I really love it when you guys engage on this platform. Number one, because it lets me know you support the podcast, which is super important for somebody that creates content. And number two, it gets my creative juices going. So thank you to those of you that have engaged in one way or another, whether that be on this platform, on social media, if you've reviewed or followed the podcast. Thank you. Okay, so today's Q&A session brings us Emily Hens all the way from Canada. And this is Emily's question. Hi, my name is Emily Hintz from Canada. And my question is, do you have any advice for an inspiring interpreter who isn't quite there yet with their fluency in their foreign languages? Uh, right now I'm in Brazil and I'm really focusing on improving my Portuguese. Uh, but I would also like to one day interpret in French as well, since I did a my undergrad degree in French. Um would translation be a good first step when it comes to interpreting? I would personally love to work within the area of video games since uh, video games is my second passion other than learning languages. And all in all, I'm just a little bit lost as to what to do for my next steps and how to reach a bilingual level in Portuguese as well as French, uh, which will come after. I realize that this might take years for me to achieve, but becoming a multilingual professional is a lifelong dream of mine. And I was just hoping to get some advice from somebody like yourself who has already achieved what I hope to do in uh, the next within the next five years. Uh, thank you. First of all, Emily, I just want to say thank you for reaching out and being willing to pose this question and also record it and have me share it because your question might be someone else's as well. So thank you. So going back to the question, which is an excellent question, Emily, here are my responses. And I welcome any seasoned language professional that would like to add a response to simply connect with me and I'll make it happen to where we can, uh, you know, add a follow up or add to the response. But here's what I'd encourage you to do, Emily. On episode 14 with Ernest Nino Murcia and Vanessa Marcano Kelly, they talk about this concept of strategic volunteering, about being very strategic about where you dedicate your volunteer hours to. If this is something that you're serious about in terms of video game localization or languages, even specifically in Portuguese or French, then you want to strategically volunteer your time where it's going to allow you to develop these abilities. So perhaps consider looking into areas that you could be a volunteer and volunteer your time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be volunteering your time 
to be a video game localizer, you know, right from the get go, it could just mean getting familiar with what it is to be a video game localizer. Um, so, you know, being very strategic about, hey, I don't know whether it could be helping you with the files or, you know, something that you could add value to with the skills that you already have. So number one, it's being very strategic about volunteering. Number two, and it's something that you're already doing, which is a full immersion into the language. Not to say that this is something that you should do every time, but because you're already there in Brazil and have the ability to practice the language, then absolutely take advantage of that. Many of the schools in the U.S., when we have newcomers, uh, which is new students uh, and new to the U.S. and new to the public school system in the U.S., um, they don't necessarily have some sort of onboarding into the classroom for English language learners. They've got a full immersion program, which is basically uh, they go in to full English classes. Um, and of course, they've got, you know, systems or curriculum that are set up to help them develop the English language skills. But for the most part, the class is fully in English. Um, and I'm completely generalizing here. It's different, you know, from state to state, city to city, district to district. So definitely encourage you to take advantage of that full immersion and really delve into, you know, the language and the culture, which can absolutely only be experienced when you're there with the people and the language itself. Third point, connecting with others in the industry. Don't be afraid to reach out and say, I'm really interested in what you're doing. For instance, uh, Marina, which was here on the podcast, a guest on the podcast, and she spoke about video game localization and they share their details or their contact details in the event that anybody wants to touch base with them. So feel free to connect with them on their social media platforms and send them a message and just say, you know, what would you recommend for someone like me? I can almost guarantee you that they would be more than happy to share any insight that they can to help out the next generation coming into the profession. And last but certainly not least, I cannot go away without mentioning training. I think formal training goes a long way. So even if you're not yet ready to begin a formal interpreting training program, and if you want to do or can do or are ready for a translation program, then I highly encourage you to look into formal training for one or the other. And speaking about translation and interpreting, as you know, these are two different skill sets. And while you can do both, acquiring both techniques and skills doesn't happen simultaneously, meaning that you have to put deliberate work on each set of skill sets. So whether you're looking into translation and or interpreting, just consider the formal training or the training that goes behind each specialization. And if you're not quite ready to jump into formal training, then there's all sorts of, um, you know, different 
online courses that you can take in the meantime, just to kind of get you started with what type of activities or practices you can do. There's things on YouTube that you could find which are completely free to be able to begin to put your interpreting skill sets um, or the foundations of interpreting into practice or even the translation part if that's what you know you want to focus on. So you don't necessarily have to begin purchasing um, training if you're if you don't feel that you're quite ready yet, you can absolutely find some free tips online and um, begin practicing in that way. But eventually, formal training would be um, one of the highest recommendations that I could make. So again, just to sum it all up for you, Emily, strategic volunteering, be very strategic about where you dedicate your time. If you're able to volunteer somewhere for a minimal amount of hours, or you know whatever time you can devote, something that's going to help develop the skill set that you're looking to develop, you know, be be strategic about where you volunteer, uh, full immersion, which is what you're basically doing. So take advantage of that and practice it as often as you can. Connecting with others in the industry is super important in terms of just being able to have those connections and that specific recommendation or advice that that person can offer you is uh, just super valuable. So don't be afraid to make connections. If you're on LinkedIn, then um, you've heard me say on here before, I think that LinkedIn is an awesome place for professional networking. And if used correctly, it could be a very valuable social media platform. And last but not least, consider formal training when you feel you're ready to put your newly acquired language or languages into practice or use for the purposes of translating or interpreting. I hope you found this helpful, Emily. Once again, I want to thank you for taking the time to send your question in and being willing to have it shared here on the Brand the Interpreter podcast platform. All right, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you too for joining me on the Q&A Fridays of Brand the Interpreter. I want to take the opportunity to remind you that if you've not yet done so, please go on to Apple Podcast and leave your review or hit the subscribe button if you've not yet done so. If you're listening on any other podcast platform that allows you the ability to leave a review because I believe that Spotify does not, please do so. It really helps out the podcast. And if for some reason you cannot leave a review, then you can also help out by sending this episode or any other of your favorite episodes to another interpreter or translator that you think might enjoy it. Remember to connect with me on social media. And if you have a question that you would like featured on the Q&A Fridays of Brand the Interpreter, go on over to my website. That's www.brandtheinterpreter.com. Click on Let's Connect. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page and there you will see the record button. Feel free to submit your recording. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again. And I'll see you guys next Friday here on the Brand the Interpreter podcast, where I share your stories about our profession. Till then, bye-bye.
Hey, thanks for sticking around till the very end. If you'd like to connect with me, head on over to the website, brandtheinterpreter.com and click on the connect with me tab. You can also stay connected on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube as Brand the Interpreter or Mireya Perez on LinkedIn. Till next time.